On the farm today, we're talking Saskatchewan Wagyu snow beef. Based in Cairnport, Saskatchewan, Saskatchewan snow beef describes themselves as the best beef bred, born, and raised in the province. With their unique cattle, you can actually see and taste the Wagyu difference. But how were they able to get it? Wagyu beef hails from Japan, but imports on Japanese genetic Wagyu beef stopped over two decades ago. Golden West Radio's Daniel McElroy spoke with the owner and operator of Saskatchewan Snow Beef, Ian Crosby, all about their operation. First of all, Ian, tell us a little bit about the snow beef business and and how you got into it. So we started Saskatchewan Snow Beef six years ago. When we got to the point where with new technologies and better management on our dairy farm, uh, we were having an overabundance of replacement two-year-olds. And so rather than raising up these two-year-olds for less than the cost of production with them, we decided to look at crossbreeding. And uh, that stumbled me onto the Wagyu breed, which is world-renowned for providing the best quality beef that you can get your hands on. And uh, it kind of started out just as a little side hobby, but uh, it didn't take too long before I, I realized that we could legitimately turn this into a business and uh so here we are today i'm guessing that most people aren't aren't um especially they're probably not used to what um a holstein um cross wagyu um beef would taste like what walk us through is how does that differ say to like a uh, more typical red angus the biggest difference would be in the marbling of the beef we won't sell saskatchewan snow beef unless it would grade out as canadian prime uh, but it's not just in the amount of marbling in the beef, but the actual content in the fat itself. And so the Wagyu breed uh, has this inherent ability to not only deposit the marbling, but to have a fat that is higher in unsaturated fat and inadvertently lower in saturated fat. And so you wind up with this fat content that it is softer. It'll melt at a lower room temperature. And so when you bite into it, that's what gives the beef that melting your mouth characteristic. Um, and so the other differences between this and a typical uh, animal that you'll find in North America is that they take a lot more time and a lot more input to get to that point. And so our animals are averaging 28 months of age before they go to the abattoir uh, versus your typical feedlot beef, which is anywhere from 13 to 18 months uh, type of a scenario. So basically right when the, a, a normal animal would be ready to go to the abattoir, ours are just getting on feed. And, uh, and then we keep them on their, their full finishing diet for twice the amount of time as a typical animal as well. And so you say you've been doing this for, for six years now. And, of course, with the last year, with the, being the pandemic, you, it changed, as I understand, a lot of the, um, the profile of your clients, didn't it? Definitely. Uh, one of our, our best clients was Crave Kitchen uh, and Wine Bar in Regina, and they had been purchasing beef from us for over a year but COVID really threw a, a wrench into all of that. And so we had to look elsewhere of how we were going to sell the beef, but that inadvertently landed us with a really good partnership with Prairie Meats. Between them and the Wandering Market locally in Moose Jaw, they are retailing all of our beef for us. So it, uh, it helped me out a lot that allowed me to focus more on what we were doing at home and the farm itself. Would you say that uh, you're kind of noticing a bit of a shifting trend towards producers in more rural areas becoming possibly even more connected with uh, retail consumers in the more urban settings? Yeah, people are wanting to know where their food is coming from, and and that's definitely uh, an attraction of ours. With your own um, Instagram and Facebook page, you can really connect to people who might be trying to source out 
the farmer that's behind uh, their product. And so we try and um, use those websites as a, as a driver for, I guess, education purposes for one point and just to showcase the, the beautiful marbling and content and, and the actual product of the beef itself. Perfect. Well, thanks for your time today, Ian. Is there anything we might have missed that uh, you'd like to add? I guess I never really touched a whole lot on Wagyu itself and, and just that it's its own brand that really became popular here in the last five to ten years. Uh, the breed hails out of Japan, and you actually cannot get your hands on any Japanese genetics and haven't been able to since 1997. And so all the Wagyu genetics that we're using in our herd stem back to uh, a handful of animals that were imported in the mid-90s. And uh, so we work with uh, a group out in Ontario. They have world records for sales in semen and embryos. And so they know a thing or two about the Wagyu breed, and that's who we utilize to get the best genetics possible to provide the best beef possible. Thanks again to Daniel McElroy and Ian Crosby, owner and operator of Saskatchewan Snow Beef. For On the Farm, I'm Blaze Wozniak.